0: Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now, here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is Bill Ballou. He is a graduate school professor of social media marketing in Silicon Valley. He trains corporate marketing departments in digital storytelling and content marketing from New York City to San Francisco to Shanghai. He's been an invited guest at Google headquarters as part of their Talks at Google series, and his network of sites have garnered more than 90 million unique, organic, non-paid for visitors. And there's a lot more I can say about Bill and I'm going to have him tell a little bit about himself as well. What we're also going to learn is how you can master social media marketing and other forms of marketing too. Welcome to the show today Bill.
1: Well thank you Kelly for letting me be here. I've been looking forward to this for a long time.
0: Well you know there's just so much confusion I think about uh, marketing these days. There's just so many different ways that You can go about it, and as a business owner, a small business owner in particular who may not have a dedicated marketing person, it can really get overwhelming, so we're always excited when we can bring somebody like you on the show and help cut through all that clutter. Let's start with something you're hearing a lot about, and that's influencer marketing. What is that, and why is there so
1: much buzz about it? Well, influencer marketing, uh, if you don't mind me telling a little bit of the stories, is that okay? That's per- yeah. We all learn with stories. That's great. Well, there, there's this island off the off the coast of Australia, Tasmania, way down at the bottom of the, of the world. And on this island, they had these little purple bears. And they, what in the world's purple bears? Well, they're not really purple. I mean, not real. They're not real live bears. They're, they're fuzzy bears. There's these lavender fields. There's purple everywhere. And they got all these purple leaves left. There, and they don't know what to do with them. So they take that purple and they dye these little bears purple. And they stuff them with these lavender leaves, and put weed in them, and stick them into uh, into a microwave oven, and nuke them so that they get all warmed up. And these people have something to hug while they sleep at night, and so everybody loves these purple bears. Well, there's this beat celebrity uh, Chinese girl. Uh, just just you know, beat celebrities in China have 10 million followers. The a celebrities have 100 million. So she still had a big following. Well, she comes down and she buys one of these purple bears, and she takes it back to China, takes a picture, puts it up on social media. And suddenly, everybody in China wanted one of those purple bears. <laughs> and then her friends, her, her best celebrity friends, wanted these purple bears. And before you know it, everybody in China is coming down to this island in Tasmania and they just overwhelmed this island to try to buy these, these purple bears. And they were selling 4,000 of them a year. And suddenly, they were getting orders for 40,000. And there was no wow. way they could do it. Well, what happened was this, this little girl just. Just because of her influence, she overwhelmed that little, that that tiny little town, and all the marketers began to think, "Holy cow! If I could get someone like that to hold up my purple bear, all I need is someone with her kind of, her, her kind of influence, with her kind of reach, with her kind of following, to hold up my widget. And if if I could find somebody to do that, well, then I could sell more widgets, or I could sell more gadgets or gadgets or whatever." And so this whole idea of influencer marketing: could I get somebody of influence to be able to tell people, uh, can I find somebody to tell their somebody that I'm somebody? And so suddenly everybody wants to hold up people to be their influencer. See, except me, I didn't, I didn't think that what I was thinking is, how can I become that influencer? How can I become mm-hmm. the person? You know How can I teach small businesses? I've already been able to do this, So now I want to know, how can I teach small businesses to become influencers so that people come to them? So, influencer marketing is when you're looking for somebody. Well, it should be you want people to come looking for you. That's, that's kind of a long answer to a short story. I don't, I don't know if that made sense or not.
0: Oh, it made, it made perfect sense, and you're turning it on its head. Uh, you're saying be the influencer rather than relying on an influencer. And really, when you think about it, this kind of – influencer marketing has been around for a long time i mean today's elvis presley's birthday so it's appropriate to bring him up but look at all of the things that he influenced the styles the hairdos and so forth when you think about jackie kennedy and her pillbox hats, and every woman wanted a pillbox hat back in the early 60s uh, but the thing is is that now it's on steroids because with uh, the social media platforms it can go you can reach so many more people so much faster
1: but, you know, Elvis Presley's costume designer, was his name was Bill Ballou. Same name, same spelling.
0: <laughs> and I didn't even know that, so I didn't bring well, that. Well, he, he died a couple years ago,
1: he died a couple years. A whole bunch of people came to my website, Bill, are you okay? And they thought I was gone. People are looking for that kind of person. But I, I think it's better for the small business owner, the start-upper, the, intra- the entrepreneur. I think it's better for them. They can use social media. They can use online. They can use social network to become the influencer rather than look for the influencer.
0: Okay, well then, now that's that's easy to say, but you know, I'm I'm Mr. or Ms. Small Business Owner making widgets or providing a service, and that's my the core that eats up my day. What do I need to do to become that influencer? How do I make that work?
1: Well, my my world, I, I live online, and I don't think online answers everything, but I think that online is is an answer to a lot of things. So I I I actually created a forum. You, know, you hear people who have tribes, they say, oh, everybody should have their own tribe. You should get your big crowd around you. Well, in May, May 23rd of last year, I just kind of got mad. I thought, oh, I wonder how hard that is to do. So I just put my head down. And I just started pounding as hard as I could. I, I speak a lot. I see a lot of people. I, I write a lot. A lot of people read my stuff. So I, I, I built this tribe. And I got a forum now. It's free. I, I'm not going to advertise. This is not the, the place for that. But on that forum, I, I made a list of 199 different uh, topics that, that the small business owner could write about. They're not hard. They don't take a long time. They, I mean, they take a little bit of the time, but they're, they're not hard. They're, they don't take great wisdom or insight. It's just that small business owner could write about those 199 topics, put that on their website. It'll take them probably two, three, four, or five months, depending on how hard they work, and they will be able to establish themselves as an influencer, as a person that people would want to search out. It, it, it's not that hard. It just takes some time.
0: Okay, and you know, I'm I'm not going I'm not against shameless self promotion. So you can I'm sure that you just piqued the interest of many of our listeners when you said that there were all these t- topics that could jumpstart them. Where where can they find those?
1: What site? Well, it, it's my name, Bill Baloo. So go you, forum f o r u m mm-hmm. dot billbelue dot com B I L L B E L E W dot com. It's free. I don't have any advertisements up there. Now I get asked the same questions a lot of times. I created the forum, so I wouldn't have to answer questions so often. But <laughs> In, in that forum, and uh, since you allow me to do that, there, there's a fellow, I, I, I love this guy, he's from, he's from Australia, he's a, he, a bald head, he can't understand what he's saying because he talks in Australian, or Australian English, whatever, he, he's really funny, but his, his name is Steve Cartwright. Steve was just, was just designated one of the top four influencers in the world. He's got 182,000 Twitter followers or something like that, and the real followers that he's worked really hard to 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 bring around, and and he got on he got in the forum, he created a webinar, it's about an hour and ten minutes long, we put it up there for free. He said just do this, just step by step by step, and neither, neither he nor I are, you I know, mean, we're just we're just old men just trying to you know just make a living at what we do well, and he told everybody how he got his 180,000 followers. I I I, I said. I hate Twitter. I, I hated Twitter for so long. I hope nobody throws anything at me. But he yelled at me, he said, let me show you how to do this. So in June of last year, I had 11,000 Twitter followers. In December of last year, I had 45,000 Twitter followers.
0: Okay, so you've given them a place to go, our listeners a place to go, and think about topics so that they don't stare at a blank screen when they sit down to write. Now, is it really as simple as just posting them to your Twitter account or posting them to LinkedIn or Facebook, whatever platform that they happen to be part of, is that enough? I mean, isn't is there some SEO involved? Um, are there other things they need to do in order to boost those posts once they yeah,
1: that, upload that's, them? That, that's a great question. The SEO people were scared of the scared of the acronym for so long and they know what it meant. It's, it's not as, it's not as simple as building a huge Twitter following and just twitting. You you have to have how can I say? So some people they want they want to go social before they ha- have established it as somebody we want to socialize with, right? Yeah. And, and so that when I when I talk about building your website, you know, it, it's no different than, than than a mom and pop store. It's no business no different than a real business owner right there on the street. If there's no substance there, if there's no content, if there's no quality in the widgets that they're selling, nobody's going to walk in the door. Why would they? And so what you need to do, whether, whether you're your physical brick and mortar or whether you're online, you need to have high quality on your website so that when you tweet, people have something to say, well, I better go see who that is. Oh, he's got a form. I better go see what's in that form. i got like 15,000 threads. And, and so you have to have high quality content. And so when you talk about the, about the SEO, the SEO used to be you know, HTML and and. and CSS, and all that stuff in the back you had to go tweak this you had to go link that it's none of that anymore you know the this I, I remember when Google was launched I'm, I'm afraid I'm that old but I, I remember when Google was launched and it's become ex- extremely sophisticated you know Google can read sentences now and figure out what the topic is and so we are able to write much, much more naturally than we used to. In the past, you had to keep Mm -hmm. saying influencer marketing, influencer marketing. You had to keep saying marketing, marketing, marketing for crying out loud. I'm writing about marketing, marketing. The more times I said marketing, the more times the search engine would understand it. Well, now they got contextual. They can read the whole sentence and they can understand what it's about. And if you use words too much, it, it sounds stupid. And if I used the word marketing in a sentence six times out of 10 words, I would sound stupid. Well, you can't do that online anymore either. So search engine optimization now has become high quality content that real people like to read. Let's so the, the the gist is let's write for real people. And the more you write for real people, the more you're going to be found. But there are there are some very basic rules that that still apply. Now I, I happen to live I don't know, 15 minutes mm-hmm. from, from Google headquarters. This, I can go up there and throw rocks at them if I want to. I, I do that sometimes. But... <laughs> The, the, the search engine will tell you there are 220 parameters, 220 parameters that go into a perfect page. And the small business owner, ah, I can't, nobody can remember 220 anything. Well, see, I've learned that there are 10 things I can do, just 10 very basic things I can do that will give me 90% of the results. You now, 90% of the results that I want in a search engine ranking or in the online world, I can do in just 10 steps. And shameless self-promotion. If you go to my Twitter account. That's my name, BillBaloo underscore com. I put up a little infograph. All 10 of them are sitting right there. I give them away for free. Okay, so
0: if you remember those 10, those will be enough to get the ball rolling and you can incorporate others as, as you get more experienced with this we're gonna take a quick break when we get back want to talk a little bit more about those ten rules maybe talk about a couple of them and then talk about integrated marketing a little bit too we hear a lot about that there's so many different platforms now how can we use them how do we know which ones to use and how can we use them as a package to leverage each other you're listening to smart companies radio on blog talk radio we will be right back with bill Baloo.
1: interested in growing your business Okay, Sarah, I'm dropping you at Emily's, and Josh, you're going to soccer, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, and by the way, when I pick you up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No! Yep, me and my short shorts doing my daddy dance. Your friends will love it. No! Well, I might change my mind if you buckle your seatbelts. Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, I'll buckled. Whatever it takes, keep them safe. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information.
0: Good morning. Welcome back to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Stanlin, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. We've been talking here this morning with Bill Ballou, who is a real expert on social media marketing. And I, I know that when you use the word expert with anybody, it, it kind of makes you think, are they really an expert? Especially with something as evolving as social media. But he does know his stuff. Like I said, he's a graduate school professor. He works with Google at their headquarters on on various projects. So. He does know what he's doing. He's been talking about the rise of influencer marketing, why it's getting talked about so much. A few of the techniques or a few of the things you have to keep in mind as you try to build your influence. As he's pointed out, you shouldn't go looking for influencers. You should become the influencer that people seek out. So he's been talking about that. We just ended with some information about SEO, how It's changed. In fact, and we didn't talk about this, but in fact, a lot of the things that you used to be encouraged to do in order to improve your SEO, now you get
1: penalized for, right? That's right. You used to do keyword stuffing, and uh, Mm -hmm. we don't do that anymore. It it doesn't make sense. So it's become very, very people-friendly. We get to write the way we normally write. We get to talk the way we normally talk. But there's still some very basic things we should uh, we, we could do. Mm-hmm. What, 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 so no, that's what we ended up with. You know, the, the, there are 10 things you can do. I, mm-hmm. I put the free infographic on my Twitter account. Again, there's no ads so there's nothing for me to gain. And, and, and there's a little, little goofy-looking infographic. It tells you the 10 things you need to do. It tells you how hard you need to do it. It tells you how long it's going to take to see results. Uh, okay, so you've you've told us that you have
0: 10. 10- of these techniques on Twitter, can you tease us with one or two of those so that our readers can uh, get a taste of what it is you've got out there on your Twitter feed?
1: Sure. I'll give you two of them that are really good. First of all, get your title right. Uh, People put clever titles on on their web pages, and nobody searches for clever. People don't put clever little words up in the searches and hope they find it. You know, you, you want it to be on point, on topic, and make it solid. And it, it should be, you know, a good, six, a good seven, eight long words, seven, eight words long. Another good point is you should be picture heavy. People want to be able to see what it is they're looking about, or what, what, they're, what they're reading about. If I can put an image in there and I can put a caption on that image, then ah, then, then, then it becomes much more friendly to the person and to the search engine. Got to have images, got to have good meaty titles. If you get those two things right, you'll get 70% of the results you want. That's great advice.
0: Now, let me ask you when you go to the titles again. Um you see a lot of this what I tend to call clickbait in in for example, 7 ways to do this or 33 celebrities who haven't aged well. Um what what's your advice on that? Are those good ways? Do people really want to see those listicles or is that something that's fading
1: too? No, I I think there there's still good there's still good clickbait. <laughs> link, bait, link bait, link bait, too. Maybe they're good link bait, but they're not very personal. Mm-hmm. I've i never in my life sat sat down on my computer and said celebrities who've aged well. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't do that. But see that that kind of stuff. You know, there are four <laughs> kinds of content that people read. Four kinds of content that people read. Number one is entertainment. Everything done online is entertainment, and mm-hmm. that's what the lists are. They're entertainment. They're, they're fun. They're, they're you, you people click through to them, they get clicked back from them, but they don't generate business. And so the small business, we don't care about that unless it's the seven best widgets you need to know in order to make your websites improve. Now, see, that kind of thing we would look for. So if all you're trying to do is get people to notice you because it's fun, it's going to be fun, but you're not going to be able to eat that. It's not going to turn into the phone ring.
0: Sure. What's the second one?
1: The, well, the second one is, is information. People are looking for information. Uh, I'm sitting here watching Netflix and I'm watching Once Upon a Time and there's uh, Snow White. I want to know, you know, where's she from? So I'll start looking for information. <laughs> now, it's also between entertainment, but people need to answer to a question. I need to install this widget on my on, on my website and I don't know how to do this, so I'm going to go look for how to do that. Information is the second one. The third one would be number three is inspiration. People are sitting here, they're bored. Of how how like I? I don't want to do anything, so they need some inspiration. So they're good for they're good looking for to be inspired. Give me a good reason to get to work or start working now. And the last one is they're looking for leadership or mentorship. Mm-hmm. I, I need help. Somebody guide me, please. Now, what we do is not hard. Doing it is the hard part.
0: Right. Now, one of the things that uh, we've been talking about, obviously, is social media, the online uh, types of platforms that we can use. But there are still other types of marketing out there. There's there's live events. And some people don't consider live events marketing, but they really are. There's the web, which we've talked about. There's still radio. There's podcasts now, the Internet radio. And there's print. Print still performs too, uh, which might surprise some people, but it does have its place in the, in the whole mix. And what's your experience been with how to leverage each of those different platforms for uh, good results? On your with your marketing dollars.
1: Because I love I love live events. I I don't know if you've heard of Meetup. M E yes. E T U P. meetup.com. Mm-hmm. I, I have a I have a local network of about seventeen thousand Meetup members. Right. So about once a week, I'll stage a live event, and anywhere from five to fifty-five of them will show up. I I would I always I'd rather who wouldn't rather have people sitting in the room looking at you, who mm-hmm. who want to be there, of course. So live, live events is is where it's at, but it, people will put on live events all the time, but. The challenge is to get people to show up. Yeah, people but, are
0: busy.
1: Yeah, they don't want to get out of the car. They don't. They don't want to get out of the house. But and so with 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 live events like like this, Here we're talking live. I can do live events online as well. I can do webinars, and mm-hmm. where I can engage with people. I can do hangups. I can do blabs. I can do periscopes. All these sort of things. Live events are best when you get to hold, shake people's hands. Live live events are terrific, but they don't have to be physically in the same room. For me, it works better that way because I can be more dynamic. But live live events, I I think that's the end game. Let's get everybody to where we can be in the same physical space, or at least on this, in the same time zone, uh, at the same time, Mm -hmm. so we can talk live like this. I think live events are are, are terrific if you can get people to show up. You mentioned Prince. Uh huh. People who do print stuff are, are golden. I, t- I tell you, ninety percent of stuff online. The, the, here, here's three good numbers. One percent of stuff online is original. Nine percent is people pushing the one percent around. Ninety percent is people just sitting there watching the nine percent push the one percent of original stuff around. Well, the people who are doing the original stuff are the people who are doing print. Yeah, I, I, I hang out at coffee shops just because I get tired of being home by myself, and i I see there's a. Hundred people in the room, eighty of them are reading the local newspaper. There, mm-hmm. so i think, well, God, you, you see, if, if somebody is not on the ground creating good, hard, solid, original stuff, if somebody's not talking to the real person in the flower shop, or you know, if they're not, if we're not getting real stuff from real people. There's nothing online. It's just stuff. There's, there's a, I mean, we need online, but we need people to generate real stuff live with real people. I, I, I think there's room for all of them.
0: Yeah. And and so, you know, we're running out of time here. So if you could summarize for small business owners who want to get started online, what should they do? I mean, there's so many options. What would you recommend they do to get started? And maybe they already do have some platforms, but they're just not really utilizing them. They have not much more than an account. And so what would you suggest, the first step they should take to start down this path of, leveraging their online resources
1: Uh, the very first thing they need is a domain name of their company or whatever it is don't be creative just call your company and get self-hosting what i mean by that is call up GoDaddy or uh, this is the one i use it's b like in boy m like in mike too, bm2 hosting i own that i resell so i can make it as cheap as possible i don't make any money there get your domain name and get your own Hosted site. Don't use Wix. Don't use Weebly. Don't use Tumblr because nobody does business with somebody who has their website set up in somebody else's front yard. It's like mm-hmm. it, me selling lemonade on in your parking lot. We don't do that. Get your own domain name. Get your own hosting. It costs about $7 a month plus $10 a year. So for $100, you have your one and only space online. And then install a blog. Install a blog and start telling people why they should do business with you. Don't be self-promotional just tell them how you solve problems just do that and then mm-hmm. once you establish yourself as a go-to person who can solve problems for people in whatever area people will start finding you out and then you can go social don't, don't go Twitter first because there's nothing to tweet about build your website domain name hosting and a blog that's all you need to get started
0: Okay, and then establish that foundation, get good content on there, and then you can start driving it through social media. I do have one other quick question. I meant to ask it earlier, and that is when again, I'm a small business owner, I've got other things to worry about. What is what are your thoughts on hiring the content out uh some people say eh, it's not as authentic if you do that it should come from the business itself and other people say you're never going to have content on there if you rely on the business owner to get it up there so you know
1: what do you think about the
0: hiring out part
1: that's what i that's part of what i do for a living people call me up again up. i'm deep into doing that right now with a new client out of, out of baltimore i'm on the left coast he's on the right coast and he he's got lots of podcasts he does, but he's just not a writer. So he shows me all his podcasts, he shows me all his white papers, he shows me all his PDFs, all the stuff that he uses in order to gather his thoughts together. He's now giving that to me, and one of the girls on my on my team is going to start writing his content for him. There's a lot of give and take until she gets his voice, because you know if he says you don't sound like right. me, I'm well, not you. Let's figure that out. No, there's nothing wrong with outsourcing. It's it, it, it's it's not surreptitious. It's not sneaky. It, it, it makes good sense. But they're also right. You don't want to have low-quality stuff. It, it has to be people, stuff that people want to read. You can't just hire somebody off of an Elance or no desk for $3 an article and, or 5 and expect to get good quality. It's not going to be there. You know?
0: Exactly. So, again, what is your website? Because you, you've been a very resu- full of resources today and a lot of good insights that you've shared with us, but I know you've got even more on your website. So one more time, your
1: website? my dot com, B I L L B E L E W dot com. They'll see it on your on, while they're watching listening to the radio. But I'd I'd recommend they go to the forum dot billblue dot com. It's free, no advertisements. And they access that you've got a link on your main website to get to the forum? Well it, you have to forum dot billblue dot com forward slash sign up. There's a it'll ask them to sign up before they can ask a question. And mm-hmm. again, there's no ads, there's no spamming. I, I hate spam too. And if you got a question, ask away and I'll I'll fire back. Or somebody else will answer the question too.
0: Okay, so lots of good resources out on the website as well. Thank you so much for your time today, Bill. Really appreciate um, you being up and and being able to talk with us. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at IThinkBigger.com, follow us on Twitter at IThinkBigger, or on Facebook at Thinking Bigger Business Media. Have a great day. We'll see you next week.
1: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit C-SuiteRadio.com.